Thank you, John. Good morning, guys. Well, if no one's told you, Merry Christmas. I feel like I've been waiting all year. Well, my name's Pastor Rick. Good morning. Welcome to the Packing House. If you would, stand with me and we'll get started and open the services. Believers, communion is set up around the table. Around the table. Communion tables are set up around the sanctuary. Jesus, at the Last Supper, he took the bread and his wine and he passed it around. And as often as we take the bread and the grape juice, we remember what Jesus had done for us. Well, let's uh, read just a little bit out of Psalm 84. How lovely is your tabernacle, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Let's stop there and pray. Heavenly Father, we choose to worship you in song, for you are good. You're loving, you're merciful, and you give us grace, God. Lord, we love to celebrate Christmas. Christmas allows us to celebrate the resurrection and what your son came to do for us, God. So thank you for that grace. Thank you for hope in Jesus Christ. And all of God's children agreed by saying, amen. God bless you guys. Turn around and say hello to one another. salvation 
the blessed Christmas morn. Sing together, go tell, go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Go tell it on the mountain. Jesus Christ is born. Glory and praise, 
nobody but Him. This is our God. This is who He is. He loves us. This is our God. This is what He does. He saves us. He bore the cross, beat the grave, let heaven and earth proclaim. This is our God, King Jesus. He bore the cross. Father, we are so grateful that you redeemed us, that you saved us, that you rescued us, Lord. You conquered the grave, Lord, and during this time of the year, we celebrate your birth, Lord, the greatest gift bestowed upon the earth, Lord. We thank you for this time of worship this morning, Lord, that we can be in your presence. We ask that you would be glorified, that you'd receive the honor and glory that you deserve, Lord. In your name we pray, amen.
Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. He's been my fourth man in the fire, time after time. Born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. In what he did for me on Calvary is more than enough. Cause I trust in God, my Savior, the one who will never fail. And he will never fail. Trust in God, my Savior, the one who will never fail. He will never fail. And I trust in God, in perfect submission. All is at rest And I know the author of tomorrow Is ordered of my steps So this is my story And this is my song I'm praising my risen King and Savior I trust in God, my Savior, the one who will never fail. He will never fail. And I trust in God, my Savior, the one who will never
That's why I trust Him. That's why I trust Him. I saw the Lord, and He heard, and He answered. I saw the Lord, and He heard, and He answered. I saw the Lord, and He heard, and He answered. That's why I trust Him. That's why I trust in God, my Savior, the one who will never fail. He will never fail. I trust in God, my Savior, the Welcome our friend, Julie Elias. Good morning, everybody. Merry Christmas, Packing House. Are you guys ready for the season? No, not really. That's okay. It's okay. It's early. Well, we're going to sing some Christmas songs today to hopefully get you there. This one goes like this. Tinsel, twinkling lights, my favorite time of year. Snowflakes, mistletoe, the air is filled with cheer every carol that i sing every gift under the tree with all our friends and family oh what a glorious day oh what a glorious day hearts filled fires glow all my troubles out of sight waking up on christmas morn with a hope that burns so bright every carol that i sing every gift under the tree with all our friends and family
But one thing will never change That baby born in Bethlehem Is the truth that will remain Oh, come let us adore Thank you. Well, I absolutely love the Christmas season. I love all the festivity. I love the music, you know, because this is the time of year you get to sing literally a whole catalog of songs. If you sing other times of the year, you get really funny looks. But in December, sing away, sing away. And I think it's so easy for us to get caught up in the hustle and bustle of the season. And, you know, I'm well aware the holidays aren't always happy for everybody. Um, but just like so many things in our lives, we have, to, we have to choose joy. We have to choose to remember the reason of the season, and that was God sending his son for us. So I encourage you this holiday season, whether it's a time of positive memories or negative ones, whether it's a time of rest or of chaos, to take the moment to pause and think about what God did for us. Just in the nick of time, you came into a world so dark and so alone. Love felt the gravity, the human need for every soul, for a home.
great light of the world, heaven in a manger. Oh, great light of the world, born to be our Savior. Oh, great light of the world, heaven in a manger. Oh, great light of the world, born to be Thank you all so much. Merry Christmas. Today is the day for the Children's Christmas Choir rehearsal. And if you're watching this on Saturday night, then it's tomorrow. Remember to meet here in the sanctuary at 1 p.m. Ages four years old to fifth grade. Have you ever wanted to work at the bookstore? Please apply in the church office. It's a great job. Oh, dude, I didn't know you played guitar. Yeah, man, I'm just getting ready for Dennis Egg and Janie. It's going to be here Christmas Eve. Who's that? He's the fastest guitar picker in the West. Remember to come by Christmas Eve, 6.30, to see the fastest guitar picker in the West. Is that even you playing? Of course, dude. Want to sing a song with me? Sure. Junior high and high school, you are dismissed to go meet your teachers in the lobby. If it's your first time here, don't worry, your student will meet you back in the lobby after service. I'd also like to point out that there are offering boxes set up around the sanctuary and in the lobby. If you're watching online, you can use the online giving option. Now, let's quiet our hearts and go into a time of prayer before Pastor Ed brings the message. Everyone, bow your heads and close your eyes. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for 
the Lord you thank you for the day you made and thank you for everyone coming here on church and I hope that everyone has a great or hears a great message from Pastor Greg and in Jesus name amen Thanks, Jonathan. Good morning. Still morning. If you guys would stand, please. We'll read together a portion of what we're going to look at this morning. This is the word of the Lord. Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho, city of Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. And he sought to see who Jesus was, but he could not. He couldn't see him because of the crowd, for he was short of stature. And so he ran ahead and climbed up a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass by that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and he saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste, come down, for today I must stay at your house. And so we'll look at what happened when Zacchaeus jumped out of the tree and spent the day with Jesus. So we pray, Father, that you would speak to us from this portion of your word. We pray you'd work in us everything you're wanting to do in us, Lord, all that we can't do for ourselves. We ask it all in Jesus' name and everybody who agreed said together, amen. Amen. You may be seated, please. And so Jesus here, he enters and he passes through the city of Jericho. Okay, it was on the road to Jericho, if you were here three weeks ago, we saw this huge crowd traveling with Jesus, and he gave sight to a blind man. Remember that? A man named Bartimaeus. Well, here, Jesus has entered the town. He's passing through the town. The crowd is still all around him. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, a different man. This guy was a tax collector. He was actually a chief tax collector, and he was rich. He had become very wealthy off of this profession. And if you remember, a tax collector in this day, there was a category of people that the Pharisees had labeled as the total hopeless people. They were the sinners and the tax collectors. Okay, Rome at this point had marched into Israel and they, were, they had annexed Israel. They were forcing the Jewish people to pay taxes to Rome, which the Jewish people hated, naturally. And to collect these taxes, what the Romans did was they enlisted tax collectors from among the Jewish people to tax their own people. Needless to say, these tax collectors were the most despised people in Israel. There were the sinners, and then the worst of the worst in their eyes were these tax collectors. They were seen as total traitors to their own people. Now, if we, we have a few people that work for, the, you know, for our tax <laughs> franchise here in our church. It's nothing like what these guys were. We'll see that in a minute, okay? Now you're all nervous looking around. Who works for the tax agency, you know? But the Romans understood that such a job had to have a lucrative incentive or else nobody would want to do it. It was a real mafia type of a setup, 
the way that, the, that Rome set this up. Rome would set the amount of tax that Rome wanted, but then they allowed the collector, they allowed him with the backing of the Roman army to collect beyond the amount that was to be handed to Rome so that these collectors could line their own pockets. And so the tax collectors were seen in Israel as what we might say today as the scum of the earth. Okay, they were hated. They were hated. They were Jews that were ripping off their own people. And when a Jew entered this custom service in Rome, whenever anyone took the job, they were regarded by the rest of the, the people as an outcast. They, would, they were disqualified from ever becoming a judge. They were excommunicated from the synagogues. They weren't welcome. They would see him at the, the ushers would see him in the front and say, you're not welcome to come in here to the house of worship. The tools of these guys, like any type of mafia or you know, gang situation, the tools were fear, intimidation, threats. This is who this guy is, Zacchaeus. Okay, maybe you saw the little flannel board thing in Sunday school with little, the little Zacchaeus up in the tree or whatever. This dude was a mafia kingpin is what he was. And he was feared and he was hated by everybody around him. But notice Verse three, he sought to see who Jesus was, but he could not because of the crowd, for he was of short stature. He was too short to see over the crowd. Okay, he was a little guy. We'll talk about that in a minute. But here's another man. As Jesus is passing by and passing through Jericho, here's another man that wants to see Jesus. Blind Bartimaeus, of course, he couldn't see him because he was blind, and then Jesus restored his sight. Here Zacchaeus can't see, not because he's not blind, but he's, he's just so short, he can't see over the crowd. Okay, Jesus' fame by this time, we're told in Scripture, his fame has spread all throughout Israel. There's a buzz about Israel that the works that the prophets had said would happen through the Messiah when he came, that all of those works were happening through Jesus. Here Zacchaeus had no doubt heard about this Jesus. He had no doubt heard that unlike the religious establishment, and Jericho was a Levitical city. It's where the, 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 Levi, the Levitical priests were from. This was one of the cities of the priests. He had heard, Zacchaeus had no doubt heard that Jesus, unlike the professional religionists, was giving the time of day to outcasts. That Jesus was treating people, all people, no matter who they are, where they've been, what they've been doing, that he treated them with a dignity. This is why I believe he was up in, he was, he was wanting to see Jesus. But he couldn't see him. Because he's too short, okay? It's interesting. We don't know how Zacchaeus ended up in this kind of underworld profession. You know, many times people are, they find themselves doing stuff out of a desperation that sometimes I look at them and I don't, I don't get it. Maybe I've never been that desperate, but people doing things out of a desperation of to, just to survive. 
You know, when we were in Budapest, we had, there's a guy in the church, he came into the church, he was the, he, he was the cook for the prime minister, he, he had his own, he had a TV cooking show, this guy was an, it's just this amazing cook, and he, the most gen, one of the most generous people I've ever met, and they, a guy named Salai Fetty, okay, love the man, and his wife Tundi, but they owned a restaurant, and they started a ministry to the prostitutes in Budapest. And I had, you know, I'd never, I'd never had any encounter with the prostitute, but these guys, there was a group of guys and girls, they always went out together. They would set up these tables with linen cloths. The guys would wear tuxedos, 